Hello and welcome to episode 95 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and the worldwide improv community, and a place where we delve into all sorts of improv topics. And today, I'm going to be talking to you about my journey into voice acting. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We're even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means that you can ask Alexa to play the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. And now it's time to go off script and find out all about my journey into voice acting. Well, hello. Yes, it is just me this week, as I said there in the introduction, and I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on my journey into voice acting. This is something I've been saying I'm going to do for a while, and I'm finally doing it today. Now, ironically, I'm talking to you about my voice acting, and my voice is not at its best. And that is because this last week, so I'm recording this on the 23rd of September, 2023. This is going out in two days' time as I record, so if you're listening as it drops, then this is just a couple of days ago. Uh, But basically, this last week has been a difficult one for me because I've had COVID again for the second time, and it really affected my throat initially, my throat and my ears. And then as the week has progressed, it's sort of moved around. Now it's more sort of chest, very mucousy now, Uh, sort of low energy it's affected me differently to how it affected me in May. I'm kind of annoyed that it's it's got me. I, I didn't get it in 2020. I didn't get it in 2021. Didn't get it in 2022. And now when it's very sort of old old hat and, you know, it's yesterday's news, I'm getting it twice. I had it in May for the first time. And now it's like, like buses. It's just, it's just coming all at once. Literally months have passed and here I am again. So it's been... Not the best week, uh, but at least I've, I've been able to, to stay home, rest, recover. So if anyone follows me sort of on socials and, and I've thought, oh, Ian's been a bit quiet this last week. That is why I've, I've just been at home trying to get better. And I will be sort of back to life in the coming week. I'll be going back to work and things. But I, I know I am not going to be 100% ready for it. I feel like it's probably going to take me at least another week to get over the worst of it, but I shall plow on. And anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk all about my journey into voice acting and what a journey it's been so far. So it's something that it's always sort of interested me for a long, long time. And in many ways, it manifested itself with this podcast to begin with. Uh, but now it, it's going to to new heights and I'm really excited about about how far I've come and about how far I still have to go. You know, there's a big journey ahead of me. I've already done a lot. I've come a long way in a short time. And, you know, I can pat myself on the back and be very pleased about that. But I know there's a long journey ahead of me. So let's break it all down. Me as a voice actor, I've always been a fan of using my voice. You know, when, when I was young, I enjoyed being an actor on the stage. You know, you tell stories with you, with your body, but also with your voice. A voice is a big part of it. I love embodying characters. Always been one of my favourite things as an improviser, you know, is to play around with a voice, do different accents, uh, do some impressions, or just create characters, changing the age, the tone, all that kind of stuff. 
always been a fan of that. And for a long time, you know, I was in a band for many years and I, I enjoyed the interactions in between, just talking with the crowd. I've, I've been a host for all sorts of shows over the years, you know, Bingo Caller as well. I've done, you know, I was a, a wrestling uh, ring announcer for a while there as well. So my voice has played a, a big part in my life in many different ways. And as a teacher, you know, teaching is a skill. Not anyone can ju- just teach. You have to talk in a way that engages people. And I take pride in the fact that, you know, when I am in the classroom and I'm delivering a lesson, I talk and the children, they want to hear what I have to say. They're genuinely interested. And that is because of the way I use my voice. I've always I've always felt that, you know, I can use my voice well and... I didn't think that, you know, being a voice actor was something little old me could do. Uh, and I didn't really ever know how you could get into it. It's just something I appreciated from afar. And then I reached a point, I've sort of talked about this on the podcast before, about actually podcasting. For a long time, I had in the back of my mind the idea of starting a podcast. I didn't really know what it was going to be about or how I would go about it. And then I started to sort of formulate an idea about what I could do a podcast about. So originally, where I think I was going to be going with a podcast was I was going to have a podcast all about interesting people, just people from my life that I have met or people I haven't met but that I could contact to come on, people from all walks of life, and I just wanted to interview people, get their life story because I've always said, you know, it's – the most ordinary people have the most extraordinary lives. They're the stories that I like to listen to. And that's kind of what this podcast became in many ways. So that idea had been floating around in my head for a good few years. And then when Emma Bird contacted me about doing this podcast, it just kind of all fell into place. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I, I really had the the reason to, to go ahead and sort of double down follow up on that dream that I'd had. And here we are, you know, episode 95 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast, a show that I love to do. And I I love it for many reasons. The main thing I love is just having lovely chats with people. But I like that I can have sort of episodes like this where I can just talk to you, the listener, tell you about my life and where I'm up to as well. it's, It's a great outlet. And... Yeah, so the podcast has been going well. We've been doing it for nearly a few years now. And yeah, sometimes it can be a challenge Like at the moment. I'm doing this episode for a few reasons. I keep little episodes like this just in my back pocket for when life gets busy or I get ill and I don't really have time to properly sort of organize guests and that kind of stuff. So that's also partly why this episode is happening now. Um, Because it's easier for me to just do this by myself. I don't need to worry about trying to get a guest to come at a certain time. Because it can be quite difficult, actually, to organise a time for the guests to come on. Because everyone's busy, and I'm busy, and I have to try and slot people in to, to my busy schedule. And that's not always easy. But anyway, I digress. We're talking about my... My journey into voice acting and I'm going to be sharing with you uh, my reels and all that kind of stuff and just talking you through exactly how it came to be. 
Now, there's lots of things that I could say here that might resonate with you. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I want to try something like that. And hopefully, this is going to be a catalyst to get you thinking about voice acting. Or maybe not voice acting, but maybe something else. Maybe it'll light the fire for you to go and chase the dream that's always been at the back of your mind. So yeah, I'd say this podcast was really the catalyst. And since I've been doing this show, I have loved working with my voice. And it's sort of got me thinking, oh, I like this a lot. And I want to do more of this. And during the pandemic, because I had the the mic, I had a different mic at the time. But because I had a mic and things like that, I started to think, oh, maybe maybe I could get in, into voice acting. And it was actually a, a chat with fellow improviser Bridget, Bridget Hemingway, who is a, a great actress herself. And uh, she was actually uh, one of the people that really uh, helped to get Sekunite together as well. So she's, she's a wonderful, wonderful human being. And... It was her at the time. I was doing stuff with the podcast and, you know, there was still, it was like the the lockdown era and she'd said to me, oh, you're doing podcasty things, you've got a great voice, maybe you should look into getting some voice acting roles. And initially I did. And I signed up to what was Star Now at the time and not a lot came of it, but I did do a little student project, like a student radio play. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. At the time, I I didn't really know what I was doing, but I didn't need to do a lot because they just needed to record me via Zoom and then they took it away and did all the editing, all that kind of stuff. And it did exist online for a long time. Sadly, the, the link no longer exists, so I can't share that link with you to listen to. But I'm still proud of, you know, that was my first foray into voice acting. And it really sort of got me thinking, oh yeah, that was fun. I want to do more of that. And then I I was at a Comic-Con because I love going to, to Wales Comic-Con in particular. And there's a voice actor that I often see there. He's called Mark Silk. He's done loads of stuff. He is the American voice of Bob the Builder these days. He does the Thunderbirds. He's the latest Johnny Bravo voice. He's done Lego uh, voices. He's done Star Wars voices. You know, he, he's a great great voice actor and a really nice guy as well and I, I just went for a chat with him and got some advice and the main advice he, he gave really was to you know to train you need to train to be a voice actor it's, it's not just a case of oh you got a good voice you can be a voice actor you need to train and you really need to put a lot of effort into it so that's I guess whatever it is that you want to try, you know, make sure you get good training, seek out places and people that are going to be worth your money and worth your time, worth your effort. And that is probably the best advice I can give anyone that's trying to reach out and and try something new. So that was the advice he he gave me. And we had a, a really nice chat. He was very friendly and we chatted back and forth online a bit as well and he listened to an episode of the podcast and uh he gave me a, a few more 
great bits of advice. And that led me to properly then searching. So looking around at what was out there. And I, I, I found all sorts of different places that offered uh, training for, for voice actors or voiceover artists, however you want to word it. And then I found Gravy for the Brain. Now, Gravy for the Brain is probably the like the top place for training voice actors in the UK and possibly even the world. I mean, there's lots of organizations out there, but my experience with Gravy for the Brain has been fantastic. And there are some of the top voice actors in the world in, involved in, in either running it or just involved in being a part of it. So, you know, I get to network with, with these people because they still use a lot of what Gravy for the Brain offers because it doesn't just train you, it helps you run your business, teaches you everything you need to know and has all of these great tools. So Gravy for the Brain is a really, really great way to get into voice acting. However, it's not necessarily cheap. So that kind of put me off for a while. And I, I would go back and forth, back and forth. Oh, do I really do I really want to pull the trigger and, and, and do that? And then an offer came through and it was to, you know, you get like a, I think it was a week or two weeks for free. But then if, if I signed up on that particular time scale that the deal was running, then I would get a cheaper price and it would be a lifetime guaranteed price. So I was, uh, I was really thinking at the time, wow, that's a great offer. Perhaps, perhaps this is the world saying, hey, Ian, this is your opportunity. Go out there and just pull the trigger and try and live that dream. And that's what I did. And what a decision that was. I threw myself into it. I, there's so many great courses on there and I was powering through the courses. I was learning at a crazy rate. In, in fact, learning, but loving learning. It's weird because I'm a teacher, but I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say I love learning. But I was completely drawn into this world of voice acting. I was learning all about the different elements of it, the different types of jobs that are out there. And learning that it's not just a voice, you're a business. So I've been learning how to run as, as a business. And I've built a website and I've learned all of these great things. So many things I can't even think to tell you right now. But Gravy for the Brain have been there every step of the way. And it's run by a guy called Hugh and a guy called Peter. And Peter is Peter Dixon. And Peter Dixon is, to me, probably one of the one of, or if not the most recognisable voice on British television. Because if you've ever seen The X Factor or Britain's Got Talent, then you'll have heard the guy that's like, welcome to The X Factor, or Rachel Adadeji, and all that kind of stuff. He used to do E4 adverts. He's done, like, literally hundreds, thousands, actually, I think, of, like, TV and radio adverts. He's in very successful video games. He does... um like phone systems when you call up Ooh, to speak to so-and-so, press this, press that, blah, blah, blah. Basically, every every area of voice acting, like he is incredibly experienced in it. And yeah, he is a big part of Gravy for the Brain. And 
he is there doing a lot of the courses. A lot of the courses are recorded, but then there's live sessions as well. They do lots of webinars on there where you can just go along and, and join in. And speaking of the webinars, that's a really cool thing that's happened. So every step of the way, I've been getting advice from Peter and getting advice from Hugh that run Gravy for the Brain and some of the other members of their team and just from other members like me that have joined up and we've networked and things. And it came to light that I'm an improviser. I do improv. I facilitate improv sessions. And I was offered an opportunity to run a session for Gravy for the Brain. So improv for voice actors on a worldwide platform. And it went really well. I couldn't believe the the offer came in from Peter. And it was just, hey, do you want to do an improv session for us? Do it as a webinar, blah, blah, blah. So we had a conversation about how it could work. And then they basically just let me run with it. And it was a big success. I had a lot of people come. And these people were from all over the world. And it still exists on their site. So members of Gravy for the Brain, no matter what point they sign up, they can go back and they can have a look at my improv workshop. And they're going to let me do more moving forwards because it was a big success. So this is great for me. And for doing that first workshop, Peter gave me a one-on-one session. And that was incredible. I've had a one-on-one voice acting session with basically the top guy that you can get a one-on-one voice acting session with. So great things are happening. And... I'm going to share some things with you now. I'm going to share some of my reels and explain a little bit about them. But actually creating the reels, that was a process. So I spent months learning how to be an engineer as well as being the talent. Because a lot of voice actors, they'll go and they'll get someone else to make their reels. They'll get professional reels and they'll spend a lot of money. And if anyone knows me well you know that I'm not a fan of spending lots of money. Not if I can do something myself in particular. And I really felt that I could learn how to do this myself. So that's what I did. I went through the courses on Gravy for the Brain. I learned that the equipment I had wasn't going to be good enough. I did invest and I invested in software for editing. I invested in uh, a different type of mic And just to set up, I've been building like a little booth around me in my office for a long time. So I'm now surrounded by foam and all that kind of stuff. I've got my setup to a place where now I can 100% say to people, I can offer you a professional uh, voice acting service from my home. And I think that's a big deal because a lot of people, they'll say that they can work from home, but then they've gone and had their reels made somewhere else. And that's what they're marketing. And people will say, oh, yeah, we love that reel. We, we, we really want you. But if they're not able to recreate that themselves, then to me, it seems like false advertising. So I've been really focused on making sure that what people are hearing when I market myself on my website is what people are going to get if they come to me and ask me to voice anything for them. And it is a slow process. I'm not going to say that within the next X many months, I'm, I'm going to all of a sudden just be a professional voice actor. It's still very much a hobby right now, but things are happening. I am of voicing a video game and that started off, I was a small part and then it got 
to a point where actually it's not just a small part now. They want me for a bigger part. And now I'm actually going to be the narrator for the game as well. Because it's all about relationships and it's all about doing a good job. But also there's a, a certain level of imposter syndrome. Some Someone had connected with me. We'd spoken about their game. It sounded like a great game to me. I am a gamer and it sounded like a game I would play. They sent me like a, a half done script and they didn't ask me to actually do any of the work yet they're just wanting me to get a feel for it but I thought actually I just want to jump into this and see if what is in my head is actually what they're after so I had a session I went through I really gave it my all to the characters that were there and then I thought, I'm going to send this off to them. And I had massive imposter syndrome. I thought, oh no, like I really feel I've got a good feel for this game. I feel that I really know who these characters are and how they're going to talk and how they're going to react and all that kind of stuff. As soon as I sent the message, I was like, oh no, like what if they hate it? How are they, how are they going to deal with like trying to say, oh, sorry, we don't need you for the game anymore. And then next thing I knew, they absolutely loved it. Loved it so much that they were like, we want you to do this and and can you do this and blah, 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 blah. So extra things got thrown in because they really liked it. So I guess everyone has that imposter syndrome, but um, just we just have to believe we have to do our best and we have to just put ourselves out there and and try so that is great that's something that's i'm currently working on in the background they're finishing the script and then they're going to get it back to me very soon and we're going to do the the actual sort of finished recordings and all that kind of stuff so i'm very excited about that being a voice in a video game or several voices in a video game is you know that's a dream I've, i've had for a long time as well and i hope this is the first of many Networking is key. I've been really learning how to properly network and things are happening. So there is the game. There's there's other things that are, are sort of potentially happening that I can't fully talk about now, but there are some great opportunities uh, opening up to me. And also, uh, very recently, I've, I've become the voice of a radio station. So there's a, a radio station in North Wales, and it's a community radio station. It's run by volunteers. So I've joined as a volunteer. I'm volunteering my services, but I'm going to be the voice of the station. And I'm doing jingles, doing sort of adverts for locals, all that kind of stuff. So I am going to be learning on the, the job there for this community radio station, which goes out across all of North Wales. It's uh, on FM, it's online, it's on digital, sound radio. So I'm going to be doing all of that stuff over probably over the next few months. I'll, I'll be doing uh, various things and I'll start transitioning from the current thing to, to me. For them, it's great because uh, they're getting all this stuff for free that they normally have to outsource and pay for. And for me, it's great because I'm getting experience and I'm learning a different area of voice acting and voiceover because I've been focusing a lot on the character stuff, but now I'm going to really learn the art of piecing those jingles together and all that kind of stuff. So lots of exciting, pardon me, lots of exciting things coming up. 
And yeah, you can find all of this on my website if you just go to www.ianlukejones.com. That's I-A-I-N-L-U-K-E-J-O-N-E-S.com. And you'll see my reels on there and just find out all about me. But also you'll find out about my improv things on there. There's podcast things on there. I have a little news section for mostly for improv gigs that are coming up. It's basically everything that sort of makes me me these days sort of there on my website. And I found having a website is essential. Uh, So that is a great piece of advice as well. All right. Well, that is probably enough of me waffling about sort of why I'm talking to you today, how I've got where I am. That is my improv. No, it's not my improv journey. It's my voice acting journey. And it's still in its infancy, but I am very excited about where it's going. So what I'm going to be playing for you now are different reels. And I'm going to start with my animation reel. Now, this isn't the very first reel that I made. I think I made two more reels before this one. But this was the reel that really taught me how to do a lot of what I needed to do properly when it came to editing and characterization and things like that. Lots of little things. So as an actor, like generally you don't want to talk over the other person. One of the big things I had to learn when it came to putting the character reels together is that you need the characters to talk over each other because it adds a level of realism, people talking over each other. That thing that you try not to do on stage as a voice actor in these reels, you have to, yeah, you have to sort of move the voices around so they're cutting into each other, talking and all that kind of stuff. It's very intricate. And, you know, it took me a long time to get to this point. I actually wrote the script from scratch. That was also a learning curve. Now, fortunately, I do have a past of script writing. I've written scripts for various things over the years. And what I first tried to do was take some of my old scripts and do sections of them for the real. But out of context, it didn't really mean anything. So then I learned, actually, no, I'm going to have to create a bespoke script that is just for this reel that tells a story that's got multiple characters in it. And then I had to come up with characters that showcased different voices that I can do. And the goal was to play this reel to people, not tell them that I was playing all of the characters and then try and get them to see to guess which characters I was playing. Nobody guessed that I was playing all of the characters. So that was a big win. But it took many, many tries to get to the level it's at. Moving forwards, it doesn't take me as long because, you know, I was learning along the way. But I'm just going to play it here. And you can listen. And first of all, I had a lot of fun with this the music, the sound effects, all that kind of stuff. Fortunately, I didn't have to learn that much for that because I've done a lot of editing in the past. But editing for the voice acting stuff I'm doing, there has been a lot I needed to learn. And this animation reel is going to be my first example to you today. So here we go. Here is my animation reel. Have a listen and see what you think. Ian Luke Jones animation reel. Hey! Uh, do you guys hear something? Oh, that was my tummy. 
I'm really hungry. Is it lunchtime Oh, yet? I think Jerry was right. That sounds like the boss. Guys, help. I'm really stuck here. And I'm afraid of the dark. Ooh, my tummy sounds a lot like the boss. That is the boss, you moron. Uh, quick, we better do something to help him. How on earth did he fall down a well? Don't worry, boss. We're coming. Um, quick. Larry, uh, grab that rope and tie it to that tree. Okay, boss. Uh, here comes the rope. Look out. Is it tied at your end, Larry? Yep. Finally. I'm saved. But what took you guys so long? I've been shot of help for hours. Okay, boss. Just pull on that rope when you're ready and start your climb. Okay. Here I come. Ah! What are you doing down here? You're supposed to be helping to pull me out. Are you okay, boss? Larry, what happened? Uh, I told you to tie the rope to a tree. Oh, that makes sense. I thought you told me to tie it to my knee. Sorry, boss. That was our only rope. Uh, We'll have to go and find another one. We'll be as quick as we can. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere? Where would we go? Oh, well, at least I've got some company now. Why? Who's here? You are! Oh, yeah. Um, I don't suppose you've got any food? I don't think this day can get any worse. Oh. Oh. Sorry. My bad. So there we go. That is my animation reel, and I, I still smile when I hear it because I know how much work went into it and getting it to that point, you know, I'm really proud of it. And I like that when I've played it to other people, people laugh. So, you know, not just as a voice actor, but as a script writer and producer of it all. There's so many elements of that that make me smile. So I hope you enjoyed listening to that. For some of you, I know you will have heard it before. And for some of you that will probably have been your first time listening, if you want to hear it again, just rewind or you can go to my website, ianlukejones.com. You can listen to it on there. So that is my animation reel. And that's all about characters. So I love characters. I've always loved characters and improv and acting in general. When I get to play a character, that's what I love. I don't get into acting things or improv things to just be me. I love the escapism of, of being someone else. And especially with, with voice acting, where you know the voice is obviously so important to what you're doing. Although you're acting with your voice, when I'm sitting doing these characters... My whole body is is embodying the character the same way that you would if you're on stage. It's very tiring to do even short sections of voice acting because you are really focused on on becoming that character. And I've I've got a couple more character-based reels. I've done two video game reels and they're both contrasting. I did one which was more sort of Call of Duty style sort of army scene sort of thing and I did that one because I wanted to do a, a character reel that was different to my animation reel so my animation reel the slightly more wacky characters it's a funny situation I wanted to show that I could do serious as well and then after a short time I wanted to show more characters so I came up with another reel uh, it's another gaming reel but I wanted to go down more of a fantasy route So what I'm going to play you now are two more character-based reels. And with these, I wrote the scripts for both of these as well. So they're both completely mine from 
the very birth of the idea to write in the script and then finding all of the, the music and the sound effects and creating the voices. And it was not an easy process to create these voices. I went through many different types of voices, particularly with the first one I'll play to you, uh, where it's like the army style scene and the aliens are attacking. I went through lots of accents and, you know, it really took me a while to find who these characters were and give them an authentic voice. And then when it came to the, the second one I'll play you, there's like this wise old magician sort of character and it took me a while to perfect that voice because I wanted to get it right. I wanted to make sure that it sounded old and wise and I went with many things that I thought might sound that way and then when I listened back, it didn't quite, didn't quite do what I'd hoped it uh, would have done but that's fine because it just gave me give me something to build on every time okay yeah i listen back it's not what i wanted you become your own director i think you should do it like this that's something that's important as well you're sort of learning to direct yourself and to take the criticism not just do it and say oh that's great that's gonna that's gonna be what i need so you do this with your reels but you want that to translate into anything that you do in any sort of jobs that you're going for any roles you're going for you want to be able to be very objective about what you're doing take yourself out of it and look at it like a director would look at it and that's what doing these reels has helped me to do and i'm fortunate that i live with an incredible actor as well and seki has also been able to step in at times and give me her take i'll sort of say this is what i'm going for do you think i'm getting it what do you think i need to change so i'm fortunate that i, I do have the extra perspective as well so yeah here are these two reels my two gaming reels contrasting in what they offer and they are in contrast to the first reel that i played to you as well and then once we've done the character based reels i'll move on to my commercial and my narrative reels because they're sort of more a bit like now they're sort of more authentically me with just little tweaks here and there so we'll, we'll talk about that and there might be some of you out there interested in you know getting into voice acting Hopefully this is, is helping you. It, it's helping you understand probably where you need to start, what process you need to go through. Uh, if you are someone that is interested, do reach out to me because I believe like we can, you can get anywhere with, with others. You know, Don't feel lost. Even though I'm only at this point in my journey, I'm, I'm happy to help. I've already made some good connections and we're always trying to help each other out even at this early stage. So I can be that for you. If, if you want, just contact me and yeah, we can we can have a chat. Or maybe you're, you're just interested in, in learning how it all comes together. Maybe you're not interested at all. Maybe you're thinking, I tuned in for an improv podcast and he's talking to me about voice acting. Well, I appreciate you listening anyway. Because <laughs> if that is how you feel and you're still listening, then uh, you're a true true fan or true friend and i do appreciate it very much anyway i'm doing that thing where i just ramble for rambling sake and i'm going to play you now these reels so these two reels gaming reels uh, enjoy them ian luke jones gaming reel if you go through that door that's it for us you're making a choice that you can't come back if from I don't go through this door that's it for them 
They're just kids out there, Jerry. I can't let it all end here. They are our future. They are fighting as hard as they can so that people like us can eke out our existence. But you're not immune. They have a fighting chance. You're just condemning yourself to death. That's a chance I'm willing to take. If they hadn't taken out your leg, don't act like you wouldn't be doing the same thing. We can't hold that much longer. If anybody can hear us, we need backup now. Cuz, you're all I have left. Without you, what's the point? My leg is completely shut. I no longer serve any purpose. If I don't make it through this, those kids are gonna need someone to guide them. Ah. That's your purpose, Jerry. Why does it have to be this way? It should be me going out there. I don't know how to lead them. They're just kids. I've never had a great way with kids. They look up to you, Patrick. You always know the right things to say and do. Don't sell yourself short, Jerry. You're more ready than you can ever know. The chances are this will be my last fight, but I'm gonna go down swinging, and those goddamn aliens are gonna wish they picked on a different Sir. planet. Sir, we finally have your location, and we're ready to send in the support team. You hang in there, Jerry. Ian Luke Jones, Gaming Reel. Only you can fulfill the prophecy, Arwen. It takes a true warrior to defeat a dragon, and although you don't know it yet, you <laughs> have what it takes. Why keep hearing about this prophecy? I didn't come here to slay mythical beasts because some old guy in a hat told me to. I came here to save Ariana. They are two in the same, young prince. This is oh, your destiny. Did you hear that, boss? Your destiny, he said. I always said that you were something special. Uh, just put me in the right direction and let's get this over with. It's not that easy for you to awaken the beast of the mountain. There are first four trials of courage that you must overcome. Only then can you achieve your destiny. If that's destiny. what it takes, then so be it. Just put me in the right direction, old man. To begin your quest, you need a map. The map can be found deep inside a cave near the Wangdoon Forest. I know that place like the back of my hand and there's definitely no cave in there. Not to the untrained eye, no. But to those worthy, the path will be clear. So what did you think? Hopefully you enjoyed listening to those and you could hear all the things that I mentioned and how they are contrasting and they're showing different elements of me. In the lead up to that, I think I said... Wise magician. Probably should have said wizard. I mean, it could be a wise magician. He can be whatever I wanted, because I created him, really. Uh, but yeah, I think wizard was the word I was looking for, not magician. Anyway, just like magic, we're going to segue into the next section, which is talking about um, commercial reels and narrative reels. And this is more like adverts that you'd hear on the radio or TV for the commercial stuff and narrative. It's more like sort of documentary style. So again, this is something I spent a long time working on. Uh, finding scripts. So I didn't write all of these scripts. I wrote some of these scripts for some of the bits of the rails and, and others I, f- I found online. There's a lot more of this kind of stuff out there. If you're interested in voice acting, there's lots of commercial and narrative style scripts out there. Some of them I found and used as they were. Some of them I found and tweaked a little and some of them I did write from scratch. And then you have to find the music to go with them and all that kind of stuff. The commercial reel was actually the very first reel that I made and it came on a a long journey as well. Like My very first version of it is very different to the final version that you're hearing now. 
and that is in part is thanks to gravy for the brain who have been guiding me every step of the way giving me pointers and helping me be the best version of myself as a, a voice actor and the way that you are to do commercial and narrative stuff these days is to be as authentically you as possible the there's like a, an older style of doing particularly commercials where there's a, a very much like a put on style voice and at the moment that's not the trend the trend is to be more authentically you and that's why on the telly and on the radio if you if you see or listen to adverts these days you'll hear a lot more regional accents and that's because that's very much the trend right now is to get away from that standard rp british way of talking uh, for uk based stuff and yeah have different dialects and accents from all over the country so being authentically you is what this type of voice acting is about so i'm about to play you my commercial and my narrative reels so you'll be able to hear first of all how completely different they are to my character reels and there are some people for example in voice acting that they just focus on one thing there are some people that just will focus on commercials or just focus on e-learning or voiceover for youtube videos anything like that and there are some that chase just the character stuff and then there are some a bit more like me who will try and do a little bit of a lot of things whatever piques your enjoyment really there's a big thing for audiobooks as well i did start delving into that and i realized oh it's kind of not for me you have to work very hard for audiobooks and um it's kind of the least well paid of all of the areas of voice acting as well so you really have to love uh, the audiobook stuff if that's what you choose to get into but anyway here we go it's my commercial reel and my narrative reel. You can hear how different they are to the, to the other reels. Let me know uh, what you think about these. Ian Luke Jones, commercial reel. The future. You used to chase it. Now you're living in it. Life short. Drive fast. BMW. Everything's moving so fast these days, but we used to move slower and get along just fine. Barclays got your back. Who says Tuesday can't taste like Saturday? See the person not the sight loss. Visit rnib.org.uk for more details. There's never been a better time to unleash the painter in you because at B&Q we've got a friendly paint pro in every store to help you pick the right colour from over 2 million available. Whether that's for indoors, outdoors or even shed doors. So chat to your paint pro today and unleash the B&Q in you. Whether it's your first run in a while, a 10k or an ultra marathon, Apple Watch Ultra is the training partner to help you push your limits. An epic adventure across the land and skies of Hyrule awaits in The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom for Nintendo Switch, available in-store and online from May 12th. Oh, Billy, should have gone to Specsavers. When you're in the mood for something a little spicy, try Heinz 57 sauce. It's ketchup with a kick. Heinz 57, put a little spice in your life. Ah. Somewhere in the Caribbean, there are five-star luxury resorts where it's all-inclusive all the time. Sandals, where love is all you need, because everything else is included. So believe in magic. Enjoy the view. Skyglass. Made of magic. EE, connecting you to the future.
Ian Luke Jones, Narrative Real. Carlo and Maria have come to Prego, the restaurant, for their fabulous food. But they're too in love to notice the food. They've been in love for a very long time now, for over an hour, which is a record for both of them. Lynn Gilderdale is 15 years old. She's imprisoned by paralysis, mental confusion and pain. Her memory is so bad she can't recognize her family each morning. In space, no one can hear you scream. This is because there's no air in space. It's a vacuum. Sound waves cannot travel through a vacuum. Outer space begins about 100 kilometers above the Earth, where the shell of air around our planet disappears. With no air to scatter sunlight and produce a blue sky, space appears as a black blanket dotted with stars. Researchers have long been searching for better ways to learn. And in recent decades, experts working in cognitive science, psychology and neuroscience have opened new windows into how the brain works and how we can learn to learn better. In this program, we look at some of the big ideas coming out of brain science. We meet the researchers who are unlocking the secrets of how the brain acquires and holds on to knowledge, and we introduce the listeners to the teachers and students who are trying to apply that knowledge in the real world. Deep in eastern Oregon lives another massive organism. Spanning 2,200 acres, the honey mushroom spreads underground like an undetectable parasite, leaving large groves of dead trees in its wake. It kills by feeding off the water and nutrients in their roots. So there we go. That is my commercial reel. That is my narrative reel. And you can hear just how different they are to the character stuff. So that's something else that I love about voice acting as well. You know, there's lots of different elements and strands to it. And things like like that, although they can be taxing, they're not as taxing as, you know, the character-based stuff, trying to find the character. But it can still take you a while to really sort of drill down and, and get the right version of you for the different scripts and things. But it's a lot of fun. I think that's the main thing. I have a lot of fun doing this. And it's fun that you can just have sat here in my office uh, at home, just sat in front of a mic just like doing a podcast, really. And that's something I'm learning just in life in general. The older I get, the more I just want to surround myself with the things that I love. Make sure that, yeah, I'm busy, but I'm busy because I'm doing lots of things that I love. And that's something that definitely came out of the pandemic for me as well. You know, fill your life with the things that you love and don't take anything for granted and sort of constantly dare to dream and seek happiness. So, that's very much what I am doing right now. I'm, I'm on a journey to seek fulfillment and happiness and the voice acting along with the podcasting, along with the improvising, you know, they all are a big part of, of what makes me tick these days. And I guess when I was when I was young, I used to dream of, of being a DJ. I used to do that thing where I would record the charts on a Sunday and then I'd record myself doing the bits in between that was a lot harder to do back then you had to press record and play uh on on the stereo and record the songs and then if you were lucky enough to have one of the the sort of the tape players that had a voice bit on it you could do then take the tape from the radio one put it in that one record yourself then go back and record another song so i used to do that a lot when i was young and the the fact that i recently agreed to work with the radio station 
And it's very exciting. Now, I'm not on there as a DJ, but just to be on there uh, involved in radio at all, it, that's something I didn't think would ever happen. So my voice is, is going to be on the radio. So there's a little me uh, from way back when that can uh, be very proud of the fact that I'm going to be uh, on, on local radio. Now... Before I finish, I will just play you a couple of things. So these haven't aired on the radio station yet, but I have recently been working on them before I got sick. And I'm excited. Just I'm not going to play all of them. I'll just play uh, just a, a couple of bits that I've been working on for the radio station. And I've got loads more stuff to do for them. And they just left me to it as well. So they didn't give me any scripts. They just gave me a list of the shows that they have and just sort of said, yeah, you know, what what can you come up with? So here's a little bit of what I've come up with. And this will be going out on Sound Radio very soon. And then there'll be lots more to come as well. Keeping all of North Wales informed and entertained, Sound Radio 103.1. Making your mornings a little bit brighter, it's Breakfast with Steve Astley. Sound Radio 103.1 on FM, online and on digital. Sound Radio at the Musicals. Let the show begin. So there you go. That's just a little taste of what is to come with uh, the stuff I'm going to be doing with Sound Radio, which will be uh, played out across North Wales. So that's great for me. It's online and on digital, as you hear there as well. So even if you're not just in North Wales, you can listen to the station uh, wherever you are and maybe listen out for my voice on the airways at some point in the very near future. So that is pretty much all I wanted to talk to you about today. I just wanted to share my voice acting journey and yeah it's a great passion of mine just like this podcast is and life for me is is a constant balancing act it's a it's a constant balancing act making sure you are giving enough of yourself to the things that you love and making sure that the things that you are committed to that you continue to be committed to for example making sure I am always there for Flinch and Funny Bone. I'm always there for the Oikers. I'm always there for Classic Improv. I'm always there for keeping this podcast going. You know, I am always dedicated to making sure that I get that episode out every other week. Uh, Obviously, I have my job as a teacher and that brings, you know, a lot of commitment with it. I am committed to my badminton team. So it's, it's a balancing act. It's a constant balancing act. And just having time to sort of be myself and unwind and all that kind of stuff as well. Life is a constant balancing act. It's important to be busy, uh, but it's important to rest as well. And Sekio says one of the the things that impresses him most about me is my time management. I, I kind of have it down to a fine art. I don't take on too much. I do take on things that I love, but I, I know that I can take them on because I can fit them into my schedule. The only downside to that is sometimes I'm not available for other people. So, for example, there's lots of shows that are happening, like friends of mine uh, are in plays or they've got premieres of things, and I, I can't get to them because my schedule is so tightly packed. I can get in all the things uh, to 
to get the voice acting stuff done, to get the podcast done, to get all my improv commitments done, to get to the badminton match, to get my actual day job done as a teacher. Uh, but sometimes it means I can't be there for other people. So if you're one of those people and you think, oh, Ian hasn't been to my show or he hasn't been to see me, I can only apologize. I just have so much going on and I, I do try and get to things where I can. I need a lot of notice generally uh, because my schedule gets very uh, built up very quickly. And yeah, generally I need like lots and lots of advance notice uh, to free me up for, for things. But I do my best and I appreciate when people come to the shows and stuff that I put on. So I know everyone else is busy as well. Everyone's got their own things going on. And that is pretty much going to bring us to the end of this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it, having this little insight into my my new life as a voice actor, something I've been working on for a while now, and I'm very passionate about it, and I love to follow my passions, as I've said many times now, but this show main, uh, continues to be a passion. It, it is something that I look forward to. I'm always thinking about it. I'm always coming up with ideas for episodes and that kind of thing. Time can be uh, the biggest concern for me i know over the next few weeks and months i've got a busy schedule ahead i don't have a lot of free evenings i don't have a lot of i don't have any free weekends i don't think so i've got some plans of what i'm going to be doing this is obviously nearly the 100th episode this is 95 there's a few more to go i do have plans for the 100th episode uh, so i'm looking forward to that but i got a few things to fill i do have some really great guests lined up that have agreed to come on and it's just about finding time because I'm conscious if I contact people and say, I need you, but you have to be available on this day at this time because that's the only time I'm available, then that makes life difficult. But I do have some contingency plans. So the the regular schedule will be continuing every other week. Uh, I've got some great improv chat coming up. As I said, there are some great guests uh, waiting in the wings to come on and there'll be more A to Zs coming up in future as well. So loads of great plans it's just a case of trying to squeeze it all in but i appreciate you for listening i really do and i hope that you found this uh, informative and maybe some of you might have found it inspirational not necessarily because you want to go and be a voice actor but maybe there's something that you've been thinking ah yeah i actually really want to try that well my advice to you is just go and try it because what are you going to lose from just going out there and trying it so there we go right if you are interested in getting into improv or are already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene, then all of the information you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk. You can also check us out on Facebook by searching for Liverpool Comedy Improv and on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Live Comedy Improv. This show has a specific Facebook page, so go to Facebook, search for the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast. You'll find the page, you can like the page, follow us, get all of our posts about things. It is your one-stop shop for this show. And if you are a member of the LCI community and you'd like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we'll make arrangements as soon as possible. I've seen some recent pictures that have been put out when advertising the drop-in and I've seen some faces I do not know. And I love that because that means, oh yes, there's more people in the ever-growing community of Liverpool Comedy Improv and it means that... I will hopefully get to meet some fantastic new people soon and get them on the show as guests. If you're one of the regulars and you know some of these new people, tell them about the show. 
say hey go and give the show a listen and if they're interested just tell them to get in touch with me or with emma and we'll make it happen if you're listening on apple or spotify as always i would ask you to give it five stars and leave us a nice little positive review because little things like that really do help to boost the show and get our name out there if you're interested in stalking me on the internet in any way shape or form you can find me on all the socials so there's youtube facebook twitter slash x instagram linkedin uh, tiktok you know there's different elements of me on each of those uh, sites so, so yeah seek me out but most importantly go to www.ianlukejones.com i actually just did the www thing and i know from voice acting one of the things i've learned is when you're doing adverts and stuff you don't need to do the www i just kind of like saying it uh, so go to ianlukejones.com for your, for your one-stop shop for all things me voice actor improviser podcaster and anything else there's a blog on there you can see me on a tv show on there as well there's a link to that when i was on the gadget show earlier this year that's your one-stop shop for all things me so go check it out and share it because that would be really great thank you now that pretty much really does bring us to the end before i go here are some words that are wise 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 always remember whatever the situation to treat life like improv and yes and